When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And good evening, everybody. Joe Beningo back with you again. The O oh, the Pain podcast. Friday, February 18th, 2022. By the way, this is the fourth time I'm doing this today. We have had an issue with the O oh, the Pain podcast today. So we're going to try to piecemeal this together and see, see if it works. Uh, if not, uh, we may have to scrap it for today and find out what this glitch is. But the Joe Beningo O oh, the Pain podcast brought to you by the Hackensack Brewing Company, by Beach Camera. And, of course, by a need attire. So when my daughter asked me, what are we going to, you know, what are we going to label this particular podcast? I said, well, we're going to label it Life After Football. You know, because there's, a, there's this big void that happens at the end of the football season. It really starts right after the conference championship games when you have that two-week spread between the championship games and the Super Bowl. But it really just kicks in after the Super Bowl is over. And, you know, look – you got the NBA, and I'll get into the NBA in a second. You got the NHL. You know, you got college basketball. You know, who knows what's going to happen with baseball? I mean, we should have already had pitchers and catchers, but obviously we got this lockout going on, and, you know, I'd be shocked if we uh, start the baseball season on time. You know, here in the metropolitan area, the Mets and Yankees are supposed to open on March 31st. I, I don't see any way that's happening. I really don't. Uh, I, I would be surprised if we don't have baseball yeah, you know, uh, no, no sooner than May 1st. So, you know, so you, you got to put that on hold for a while. But I want to talk about the NBA and I want to get into the Knicks, but this is going to be a little shortened version here because we've had a neat, we've having, we're having this glitch. And, you know, look, I go way back with the NBA. I've been an NBA fan since 1962 when I used to go to the old garden and, you know, Nick fans since then in the days of Richie Garen and Willie Knowles and, uh, you know, jumping Johnny Green, Dave Budd, you know, all these guys, Daryl Imhoff. I mean, that's how far back I go. I go back to the days of my father. May he rest in peace. He's been gone for over 50 years. But my father would actually take me to the old garden for doubleheaders. In game one of the doubleheader, you'd see like the Russell Celtics play the Lakers, you know. Russell, Havlicek, uh, the Jones guys, you know, uh, Sam and Casey Jones, Tommy Heinsohn. And then you'd see uh, the uh, Elgin Baylor, Jerry West Lakers. And then you'd see the Knicks play whoever in the second game. Back in the days when, you know, there was the Philadelphia Warriors and the Syracuse Nationals and the Cincinnati Royals and the Chicago Zephyrs. I mean, you know, it, the NBA was a different world than it is now. I mean, you know, we could, we could go on and on with all of that. But that's how far back I go. But you know what? And I, I love the NBA. Huge Knicks fan. But the NBA, to me, is just not what it once was. There's so many things about the NBA in 2022 that I uh, that completely make me crazy. I mean, just make me nuts. It's unbelievable. And a lot of it is off the court. And I don't want to get into the stuff off the court. That's for another time and place on, in another platform. Certainly not one where we're talking about sports. But how about just the things on the court? Let's start with the uniforms. Whatever happened to the, the home team wearing white at home 
and wearing the dark uniforms on the road. Whatever happened to that? You know, the Knicks wearing the classic white uni- home uniform, the white with the New York and orange across the, you know, uh, across the top. Uh, you know, the white, uh, the uh, white uniform with the orange numbers and all of that. I mean, that is the classic Nick uniform, classic Nick home uniform. That at home at Madison Square Garden and the blue on the road. Now, how many different damn uniforms do the Knicks have? The other night in the game that they that when they blew that twenty-eight point lead to the Nets, in which they've they've made a uh, an industry out of blowing twenty-point leads this year. They blew that one to Portland not too long ago, to the Lakers out in L.A. I mean, please, it's been a disaster. And we'll get into the Knicks, but uh, I, I'm watching the game against the Nets, and they're wearing these black uniforms at home. The whole motif of the Garden Court is that is that similar to what the uniforms are. I mean, you put on an NBA game now, half the time you don't even know who's playing, you know, until you they show you on the screen. I think I saw, I think it was the Spurs I saw wearing some kind of pink thing. I mean, I, well, what? what? What are we doing here? What is this? This is this is the Spurs? I, so that makes me crazy. Then, whatever happened to the head coaches dressing like head coaches? Whatever happened to the head coaches dressing like NBA coaches? What happened to the days of Pat Riley? And the Amani suits, or Chuck Daly, or even Isaiah Thomas, as bad as a coach as Isaiah Thomas was, the one thing he could do was dress. He knew how to dress. Every day he had a new suit, and every day he had a nicer suit than the day before. Now these guys, they wear these jump. Tom Thibodeau, I'm watching a Nick game. Tom Thibodeau's wearing that stupid jumpsuit like he just went out to, to do a jog. What is that? I mean, really? What? I mean, come on. I, I, I mean, to me, an NBA head coach should dress like an NBA head coach, but not anymore, not in the NBA in 2022. And now the league is all about the three-point shot. I mean, it's unbelievable. You know, 43-pointers in a game, 53-pointers in a game, 63-pointers in a game. You see a three-on-one fast break, and, you know, the guy's kicking it out to the guy 30 feet behind the basket, uh, 30 feet from the basket to take a three. What's that? You got to be kidding me. There's no such thing as a low post center in the league anymore. There's no such thing as a position. I mean, the guards, the centers, the forwards, they're all interchangeable anymore. Everybody plays the same. Everybody shoots threes, right? Everybody can dunk. Very, very few guys have mid-range games anymore. I know Kevin Durant does have one, but, you know, wake me up when Kevin Durant's playing again. I mean, (laughs) when's the last time we've seen him on the court? And we can get into the nets as well. But everything, you know, everything is a three-point shot. There's no positions anymore. The low post center is dead. The days of Russell, Chamberlain, you know, Kareem, you know, those days are those days are long gone. Even the days of Shaq, Patrick Ewing, David Robinson, and Hakeem Olajuwon, those days are gone. You're never going to see those days again. It makes me absolutely nuts. And you can't play defense. You know, you touch the guy, it's a foul. You know, this is a flagrant foul. That's a flagrant foul. Flagrant one, flagrant two. Let's go to the tape. Let's waste 10 minutes going to the tape to see if it's a flagrant one. Oh, did he hit him in the face accidentally? Oh, maybe that's a flagrant two. Oh, it's a flagrant, you know, 14. Let's throw him out of the game. I mean, whatever happened to the days of the hard foul, right? Go check out the NBA Finals from 1984 when the Celtics played the Lakers. Go see, go check out Kevin McHale basically tackling Kurt Rambis. Go check that out. And he, he, I think all he got was a regular normal foul, just a personal foul. He didn't get thrown out of the game. 
He didn't get suspended. Today, if you did something like that now, you'd be, you'd, you'd be suspended for a week and fined like a million dollars. <laughs> right? The days of the hard foul. Remember the no layup? There were uh, the old rule, no layups. Remember the Knicks, the Knicks of the 90s, no layups. The bad boy Pistons with the Jordan rules, you know? Make sure you, you know, you beat him up if he tries to go to the basket, right? I mean, this is how basketball was. Like I said, those Lakers Celtic, uh, you know, classics in the 80s. That was physical basketball at its best. You can't do that anymore. You really, you can't. It makes me nuts. It makes me absolutely nuts. So, I mean, that, that, that's my problem right now. And like I said, I got plenty of issues with what's going on with the NBA off the court, but that's just the stuff on the court. That makes me absolutely crazy. All right, we're going to take a little break here to see if this actually works. So let's we're going to cut it off, and we'll come back with more. Joe Beningo with the Ode of Pain podcast for Friday. We've had all kinds of technical problems like I had, like I've said. Friday, February 18th. Let's see if we can pull this off. We'll be back. All right, Joe Beningo back with you again, the Ode of Pain podcast, as we continue on on Friday, February 18th. It looks like our first uh, segment has has taken, so we're going to move into segment two of the Older Pain podcast for, again, the aforementioned Friday, February 18th, and, of course, the Joe Benning Older Pain podcast brought to you by the Hackensack Brewing Company, by Beach Camera, and by Anita Tire. All right, you heard my state of the NBA and what I feel about things going on in the NBA right now. It's not the same as it used to be, but let's talk about the state of the New York Knickerbockers right now. Knickerbockers, as we sit here at the NBA All-Star break, they're 25 up, they're 34 down, and they are in big trouble. And look, they look nothing like the team that went 41 and 31 last year, fourth seed in the Eastern Conference, home feed, a home court advantage in the first round in the playoffs. They look nothing like that team. They look a lot like the team that got whacked in that playoff series against Atlanta when they went down in flames in five games. Uh, you, you know, what's happened to this Nick team? All of a sudden, Tom Thibodeau is on the hot seat. They're talking about firing Tom Thibodeau. Let's start, let's start with that. All right, as bad as it's been for the Knicks this year, okay? As bad as it's been. And and we've talked about, you know, I, 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 we're, we're talking about all these leads. If you listen to the first part of, this, of the show so far tonight, you, all these leads they've blown. That 28-point lead to the Nets a couple of days ago, they blew a 23-point lead to Portland, 20-something point lead to the Lakers. There's even more. I mean, I'm just going about the, you know, the recent times, you know, losing games to the crummy uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. I mean, just it, it's a disaster. But they're really talking. Uh, Tom Thibodeau's really on the hot seat. Do you really want to get rid of Tom Thibodeau? I mean, to me, Tom Thibodeau is one of the best coaches in the NBA. OK, now it's not happening this year. I don't know why. I don't know what's going on. It seems there's some kind, there's some kind of a disconnect between Thibodeau and Leon Rose. It does seem to be that. Apparently, Thibodeau didn't want to make the trade for Cam Reddish. Thibodeau was upset with Rose that they didn't do any kind of deals at the trade deadline. Uh, I don't know. The team's not playing defense like it was. It doesn't seem like they're responding to the coaching of Thibodeau. But with that said, you know, we saw what happened last year. I mean, I don't know what's going on this year, but do we really want to make yet another coaching change with the Knicks? If, is that what you want to do? I mean, how many damn different coaches has this franchise had over the last 20-plus years since Van Gundy left, right? And it's really been a horror show since Van Gundy left. I mean, outside of a couple of years, you know, 
uh, the playoffs in 04 when they got whacked by the uh, by the uh, the then New Jersey Nets. They got swept in four games. You know the Fugazi series with Tim Thomas and and Kenyon Martin. The series where Isaiah Thomas, the third game of the playoffs, has got the microphone before the game at the Garden, going "Welcome to the playoffs." Well, it didn't last long. They get whacked in four games. You know they did make the playoffs. You know with Stoudemire. You know, uh, him coming here, you know, the, uh, Amari and then Carmelo coming here, that 54-win season. They had a couple playoff series before that. They got swept by the Celtics. Then they lost to Miami in five. Remember, they were down 3-0 to Miami that year. <laughs> and they won game four at the Garden, and they had, like, confetti coming down from the ceiling. You got to be kidding me. And then, of course, they got they got finished off in Miami in game five. And then, of course, the 12-13 uh, the season when they won 54 games with Melo and J.R. Smith and Tyson Chandler, Mike Woodson was the coach, did a terrific job, you know, but then the playoffs come and they almost blow a 3-0 lead to the Celtics. Then they lose in six games to Indiana in the conference semifinals. Don't even get to play the Heat in Miami in the, in the Eastern finals. Like everybody said they were going to be doing, like everybody was pointing to where they got to at least get to the conference finals and play Miami. They don't even get there. They don't even get there. But do we really want to get rid of Tom Thibodeau? I mean, how? like I said, going back to Van Gundy, how many different coaches have we had? Well, we had, we had Don Chaney. We had Lenny Wilkins. We had Isaiah Thomas. Right? We had Larry Brown. I forgot about Larry Brown. We had Larry Brown for like 10 minutes. How long did that last? What a disaster that was. We had Larry Brown. We finally got Woodson in, and I think Woodson's the best coach the Knicks have had since Van Gundy, really. That 54-win season. The next year, they won 37 games, uh, you know, which looks like a great year with the way the Knicks are now. I didn't make the playoffs. And then Woodson gets whacked. And then, of course, in comes Phil Jackson. What a disaster that turns out to be with Phil. You know, Derek Fisher is the coach. Oh, my God. You know, the whole thing, the, the whole fight with what's his name? Bonds out in California over that, that the, the girlfriend, the wife, whatever was going on with that. Derek Fisher, what a disaster he was. Then they bring in Jeff Hornacek. Hornacek, what? What a disaster he was, right? David Fisdale, oh, my God, how bad was David Fisdale? So all that, and now you want to bring in, now you want to get rid of Thibodeau? Now you want to get rid of, who's who's going to coach the team? What are you going to bring, John Calipari? And how many times have we heard John Calipari is going to come and coach the Knicks? John Calipari's never leaving Kentucky. They're going to have to, they're going to, have to pull him out of uh, Rupp Arena to get rid of freaking Calipari in Kentucky. You think he's leaving Kentucky to come and coach the freaking Knicks? What, are you kidding me? What, is Mike Krzyzewski going to take over the team after he's, this is his last year in Duke? Is he going to come and coach the team now at 70 years old or whatever he is? I, I think that ship certainly sailed if it ever was a possibility. That ain't happening. You're going to get Eric Spolster out of Miami? What, what, what are you going to do? How are you gonna, Doc Rivers leaving Philadelphia? I mean, you tell me. Who's, who's the next coach of the Knicks if they get rid of the Thibodeau? You want Steve Nash? I'll, I'll give you a guy for Steve Nash. What a disaster he is. I mean, the Net fans love him. Kenny Atkinson is a pretty good coach. Who do you think is a better coach right now, Kenny Atkinson or Steve Nash? But that's we'll continue that segment later on. We'll get into all of that. But do you really want to see Thibodeau go? Really, who are you bringing in? Who are you bringing in? And I don't know what the problem is with the Knicks. I don't know what the deal was. I mean, did, does, did, did Reggie Bullock and Eldred Payton really mean that much to this team? Obviously, bringing in Kemble Walker has been a disaster. Bringing in Evan Fournier has been a disaster. Randall's been a uh, Randall got exposed in the playoffs against Atlanta and still really hasn't recovered from that. I know he's played better lately, but he had that whole issue with the fans. 
Look, the one thing we know now about Julius Randle is that he's not a lead player on a championship caliber team. I think we pretty much know that now about Julius Randle, especially after he signed the big contract. You know, Cam Reddish can't get on the court. You know, what's the deal? You know, R.J. Barrett looks like, you know, he's really improved, but he's he's hurt now. You know, Derrick Rose, obviously the, the loss of Derrick Rose has been huge, but, you know, Derrick Rose, you know, as good as he's been for the Knicks, he can only play X amount of minutes anymore. You know, he's always breaking down, and, you know, he's not the guy he was, you know, how many years ago in Chicago in, his, in the early days when he was the rookie of the year and the MVP. Those days are long gone for Derrick Rose, as good as he's played for this team. I mean, he was their best player in the playoffs last year. But, but I, I don't know what the problem is with the Knicks. But all I know is they're the disaster that they basically have been for the last 20-plus years under the ownership of Jim Dolan. I mean, how else can you say it? But with this constant you know carousel of different coaches, do we really want to get rid of Tom Thibodeau, who, like I said, I still think is one of the better coaches in the league, and bring in somebody else? Is that the route we want to go now with the Knicks? This constant cycle of you know this coach and that coach? and it never seems to work out, I think you got to stay the course with Thibodeau. And to me, not only does he get the rest of this year, he's he got to get next year too. You you got you to gotta give me at least another full year with Thibodeau next year. I don't know what the problems were are, are this year. I don't know. I think it's too late to salvage this season. You know, what did they got, 29? Was it 29 games left in the season? They're nine games under 500. You know, uh, they're, they're a long shot even right now, as far as I'm concerned, to even make that play in and be the 10th seed in the in, in the Eastern Conference. But I think it's a mistake if the Knicks get rid of Thibodeau. Like I said, it's just been a revolving door. I think Thibodeau's got to be left alone the rest of the year, work out the issues with Leon Rose, and come back fresh next year. And he's got to get at least next year before the Knicks decide to get rid of Tom Thibodeau. All right, Joe Beningo with the Oda Payne Podcast. Again, Friday, February 18th. 2022. Uh, we're going to break again here now because we have to kind of piecemeal the podcast today because we've had some technical issues. So we're going to do that. We're going to take a little break uh, and uh, hopefully we'll come back with our third and final segment of the Oda Payne podcast for Friday, February 18th. All right, round three now for the Joe Beningo Oda Payne podcast for Friday, February 18th. It's actually working. I mean, it's stunning that this is actually working. So we're kind of piecemealing it together. So if you listen to the podcast tonight, what you got to do is, you know, just keep popping that, you know, that that next one. You know, oh, my daughter's going to meld them together. Okay, there's only she can. She does it. Erin does a brilliant job. Where, where will we be without her? Oh, my God, what a disaster. And the Joe Beningo Oda Payne podcast, of course is brought to you by, well, let's give, before we get into my third segment here, let me give some love to my to my sponsors. And we'll start with the Hackensack Brewing Company and all my buddies over there, Mike Jones, uh, Andre, my son-in-law, TJ, all them over there. You know, we had a, a tremendous two uh, live podcasts already from the, from the Hackensack Brewing Company. You know to deal with them. Uh, you know, 78 Johnson Avenue in Hackensack, right behind the Tombstones. Uh, always 12 different beers on tap. They got the tap room open from 4.30 to 10 p.m. Monday through Friday, 2 to 10 p.m. on Saturday, 12 to 8 p.m. on Sundays. Go in there, check it out. Uh, it's a tremendous place. Friday night, you should go there tonight. I mean, it's uh, it'll be hopping there tonight on a Friday night. Uh, tell them Beningo sent you. Go see Mike Jones and everybody, Andre, TJ, and uh, check out the uh, Hackensack Brewing Company. As soon as the weather gets good and kind of stays good once we get into the spring, 
we'll do another uh, a live podcast from uh, the Hackensack Brewing Company. So we can do it outside. We like to do it outside. So we got to wait till the weather gets uh, gets nice again. Also, my buddy's over at Beach Camera. My buddy uh, Isaac, who's been with me since the start. And you, you know Beach Camera. They've been in business for over 30 years. They offer all the top brands, LG, Samsung, Sony. Give Isaac a call. Beach Camera, 732-993-6385. You can stop in at 80 Carter Drive in beautiful Edison, New Jersey. I don't know how beautiful it is. And let him save you some money. Uh, check out the uh, code JoeBJWeB for 15 bucks off your order of $100 or more at Beach Camera. Beach Camera. Dot com. Check out Isaac again, 732-993-6385 at Beach Cameron. And of course, Anita Tire uh, in Rivervale, New Jersey. Go see my son, Johnny. Go see uh, uh, Ari. They'll take care of you. Anything for the servicing of your car. You need tires, whatever the deal is, go check out uh, Anita Tire in Rivervale, New Jersey. Okay, part three and our final part of this uh, piecemeal podcast for this uh, crazy Friday. Uh, is the Brooklyn Nets. Let's talk a little bit about the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets are still somehow, to me, the favorite to get to the NBA Finals out of the Eastern Conference. Now, how is that freaking possible? Can somebody tell me that? They've lost 12 of their last 14 games. They had lost 11 games in a row, and they actually won two games in a row. They beat the crummy Sacramento Kings, and then they beat the Knicks, who blew that 28-point lead at the Garden. And then yesterday, they lost to the Wizards. So they've lost 12 of their last 14 games, Kevin Durant is not playing. God knows when we're ever going to see Kevin Durant play again. James Harden is gone. He's off in Philadelphia. They bring Ben Simmons in. He still hasn't played. He hasn't played a game since last year. Kyrie Irving's only playing the games on the road. He's not playing the games at the Barclays Center. I mean, well, and his team is still the favorite to win the uh, to win the Eastern Conference. What's their record now? 31 and 28 as we hit the All-Star break. They, I think they're the seventh seed right now in the East. Are they really – how are they still the favorites? They got a terrible coach in Steve Nash. Steve Nash stinks. But we know who the real coach of the team is. The coach of the team is Durant. He's the coach. He's the GM. Forget Sean Marks. So forget Steve Nash and Sean Marks. Kevin Durant is coaching the team, and he's he's making the personnel decisions. Let's be honest about it. And he's not even playing. I mean, it's unbelievable. Like I said, Kyrie's only playing the road games. How about – give Adam Silver – you know, I don't love it. I don't love commissioners. But I gotta give I, I gotta give some love to Adam Silver because this guy's got it right on the nose. How is it possible that that Kyrie Irving, you know, he can't play games at the Barclays Center, but a team that from the road team, so if you play for the Milwaukee Bucks and you're not vaccinated, you can play at Barclays Center. But if you play for the Nets and you're not vaccinated, you can't play at the Barclays Center. How the hell does that make any sense? Adam Silver hit it right on the nose. How the hell is Kyrie not playing games at home when a guy from the, uh, you know, uh, whatever, the Philadelphia 76ers can come into the, to the Barclays, not be vaccinated. He can play. Kyrie can't play. Really? Come on. How absurd is that? It's absurd. And Adam Silver hit that right on the nose. I mean, he's 100% right about that. There's no doubt about it. But I, I just don't see with the net. And let's get back to this. Don't you think Kenny Atkinson was a little better coach than Steve Nash? I mean, if I talk to my great partner right now, the great Evan Roberts uh, of WFAN, okay? All those years we were together, big Brooklyn Net fan. Do you think he thinks Steve Nash is a good guy? I got to ask Evan. Don't you think he wishes Kenny Atkinson was back? Don't you think Kenny Atkinson is light years a better coach than Steve Nash? It's not even close. It's not even close. 
But Nash is the coach, you know, whatever. But they're the, still the favorite. I don't see it. How is it possible? I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Is Durant ever going to play? Is Kyrie ever going to play at home? Is Ben Simmons ever going to play, period? I mean, <laughs> who knows? And they're the favorite to win the East. Come on. Oh, God, what a disaster. The state of New York basketball is a disaster. And, 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 and make no mistake about this. If the Brooklyn Nets don't win an NBA championship with Kevin Durant on the team, it's a disaster. How bad can it be? There was last year was supposed to be the year it was supposed to win it. They blow a 2-0 lead to the Milwaukee Bucks in the second round of the playoffs, and they wind up losing. They wind up getting knocked out in seven games. And this was supposed to be the year. The big three, Harden, Durant, Kyrie. Right now, they're the big what? <laughs> they're the big half because the only time you see any of those guys, Harden's in Philadelphia, Simmons doesn't play, and you only see Kyrie play on the road. What? Where's Durant? When's he coming back? Is he ever coming back? But they're the favorite. Put your money down. They're the favorite. Hey, get those, get those bets in right now. Get those bets in on DraftKings to get the, on DraftKings to, you know, to have the Nets get to the NBA Finals. You got to be kidding me. I mean, it's it's a disgrace. And like I said, if they don't win an NBA title during the time Kevin Durant's here, it is an out. And I mean, it is a disaster, a debacle, a disgrace. You say it, whatever word you want to use. So if you're a fan right now of the Brooklyn Nets, what are you thinking? What are you really thinking? Do you really think this team, I mean, is this team even going to, you know, are they going to get out of the first round? Forget about winning the title. Forget about getting to the finals, winning the title. Are they going to even get out of the first freaking round of the playoffs? Wow. What a disaster. Unbelievable. Really, it's unbelievable. All right. I've had enough. I've done this now all day. This is about the seventh time I've done this. Every time I've done it, there's been some kind of a glitch, but I think we got it now. So we're going to ask. So if you're going to listen tonight to the Joe Beningo Older Pain podcast, you got to kind of do it in segments. We got three different segments that we're doing here today. All right. So, oh, that's right. I keep my daughter's going to put it all together, which she, you know, she always puts it all together, but she's going to put it all together here tonight. So you'll, you'll hear it all. But I want to thank everybody for listening. We appreciate it. Again, I want to thank all my sponsors. Anita Tire, the Hackensack Brewing Company, Beach Camera. I want to thank everybody for listening. Everybody have a tremendous weekend. Uh, it's a long weekend, President's Day Monday. I'll be back again Monday for the uh, President's Day special. Maybe we'll have a rundown about the presidents. I don't know if you wanted me to do that. You know, uh, we'll, we'll break down who had a better career, John Quincy Adams or maybe James Buchanan, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know, Jimmy Carter or Joe Biden. Oh, my God. Anyway. President's Day coming up on Monday. Everybody have a, a, a stellar weekend and all the love, everybody.